Hey guys, welcome back to an all new episode of a pro wrestling podcast with Matt and friends. I am your host, Matt Kazakowski, and I am joined by a ring of honors, fastest rising star, in my opinion, Eli Isom. <laughs> Eli, how's it going, my man? Uh, it's going good. Uh, thank you for having me. It's, uh, you know, it's nice to be the, the first one back after so long. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, four months away doing interviews without doing interviews has been rough for sure, but uh, I'm, I'm ready to get the ball going again. So uh, I'm glad that you're my first guest here. I think it's going to be fun. So uh, let's get the ball rolling here, man. Um, so when, uh, when did you decide that you wanted to do wrestling? When, when did you get into it? Oh, so um, uh, I started getting into wrestling when I was like in, I'd say probably first or second grade. So this is around like 2003, 2004. And uh, I, it just, we, I was like watching TV with my mom and, you know, we were like flipping through the channels and stuff like that. And then it ended on, I think it was SmackDown. That was like the first show that I, I had watched. And I was just like, oh my God, what is this? This is crazy. Like you know, all these, They're just doing all these like crazy things. And I was just like instantly hooked basically. So then like I would go to school and, you know, hey guys, you, did you see this? You watch that? And, oh, that's stupid. We don't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so so, yeah, ever since I was a little kid, I was kind of, you know, I wouldn't say picked on, but people were just like, oh, yeah, wrestling. That's kind of weird. So, <laughs> no, I get that, man, for sure. I mean, I uh, one of my buddies, he was like, told me one day we were in fourth grade. He's like, you should check out. You should check out wrestling, man. It's awesome. And I was like, I've never been interested. And it was funny because I used to have a couple wrestling action figures, but I never watched it. So uh, when I watched it, I, I just got hooked. It was probably the coolest thing. And people always come up to me. They're like wrestling's fake and i'm like you're fake leave it alone yeah. <laughs> um what made you decide this is what you wanted to do though so uh in 2016 um my mom passed away it was uh in a car accident so uh, i'm sorry about your loss man uh, thank you i appreciate it so um after she passed away i wasn't really like doing much uh, i was just like working with my dad who was a mechanic and so uh, i was kind of just like complacent so then after that happened, I was like, I need to just go out and like, you know, try to make my mom proud, try to do something that I could, you know, be proud of myself for and that she would be proud of. So that's pretty much when I decided that I was going to go full force with the uh, pro wrestling. Well, I think I think she would have been proud of whatever you chose to do. Um, but I'm glad you did do, choose to decide to do pro wrestling because you're, you're great at it. And so I, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, it was uh, like those first probably like six months. Those are rough. It's because uh, I moved from Indiana to Pennsylvania. And so I didn't know anybody. Um, I didn't really have a whole lot of money. The, all the money I had went towards the ring of honor training program. So uh, there was like a lot of times and nights where I was like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'll just go home because this, you know, I was just like, I was just like depressed and yeah. it was, you know, but it was rough, but I was like, you know, I'll just, I got to stick with it because I know if I left, I probably wouldn't have came back. So it was uh, definitely the biggest uh, risk I've ever taken, but it was the best risk I've ever taken. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. It's a, it's a troubling uh, career start, you know, for sure. I, I tried out for pro wrestling uh, back in 2015 and I ended up getting a concussion during training and I was like, I'm done. Okay. So. Yeah, so unfortunately, some can't do it, but I'm glad you're doing it, man. That's a that's a dream come true for sure. Um, how was the ROH dojo? Was it a fun time? Oh yeah, that was uh, 
those are kind of like my fondest memories, you know, so far. It was just, uh, there were six of us that started. And uh, right now, I'm the only one that's actively wrestling out of the six. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, there's just, like, really fun times. And uh, world-famous CB, uh, formerly known as Cheeseburger, uh, Will Ferrara and Delirious were my three main trainers. And, you know, they put, uh, they put us through the ringer. That's, that's for sure. I know, like, the first month, we didn't even get in the ring. They were just, like, killing us on the outside with, like, circuits and, you know, just, like, neck exercises and whatnot. So, yeah. it was, they're definitely hard times, but a lot of fun. Now, with Delirious, did he ramble a lot, or did he actually talk like a normal human being? Absolute, just incoherent rambling, nonstop. That's awesome. <laughs> it, it, it was – I didn't know what to make of it at first. Like, the first day he comes in, he's just, like, jabbering and just running around and thankfully will and uh cb were there to they had been around him for a while so they know like you know the delirious language they could translate right right (laughs) i've always i've always been interested in that like i'm like i've watched this stuff and i'm like i can't understand so yeah uh, no yeah to the to this day you know i've spent a lot of time around him but still i I got no clue what he's talking about (laughs) that's so awesome man um so who was your favorite wrestler growing up when you started watching it Oh man. Uh, when I first started, I'd probably say triple H like triple okay. H was so like the guy who, um, I don't know. I always just thought he was cool. He was just like always cool. He was always like the champ. I just thought that was cool. <laughs> and, um, other than him, I would say, I'd just say uh, triple H or Kurt Angle just because like everyone's like, Oh, you know, wrestling's fake, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, no, no, it's not. Kurt Angle, he's a wrestler. And he's you know, yeah. an Olympic gold medalist. So I always thought that was cool. So those are probably the two guys I would go to. So I, I it's uh, funny because Shawn Michaels is always going to be my favorite. Like, hands down. Mm-hmm. There, there's always going to be something about Shawn that I, I, I absolutely love. Um, but ironically enough, I tell people all the time, the best professional wrestler of all time is Kurt Angle. Um, I think, you know, great, great in the ring, can talk, just technical. Like, he was fantastic. You know, you can't take anything away from that guy. So uh, to say that that he was one of your favorites is really cool. Yeah, like he was just – he could do it all, like anything. You know, if you needed to be serious, he can be serious. He could do comedy stuff. He's great in the ring, great promo. Like anything you would ask Kurt Angle to do, he could just do it better than anybody else. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I'm thankful Triple H brought this bad boy to light because this is is my favorite favorite title, man, for sure. I love it. I was so um, sad when they, you know, they uh, discontinued it because, you know, growing up, that was one of my favorites too. Oh, absolutely, man. It's, it's, it's gorgeous for sure. Um, now I know, um, uh, you know, you were talking, um, about wrestling and stuff and saying, this is one of your favorites too. Um, what title would be the first title that you would want to get your hands on? In all of wrestling or just like right now? Um, both actually. Let's go both. So, Hmm. Prop okay, so of all time, probably that world heavyweight championship because okay. that's just <laughs> uh, you know, that was just that was the title when I was growing up. I remember one Christmas, um, my parents they got me like a little toy version of, of the world heavyweight championship, and I got so excited, like my nose started bleeding, and I was like <laughs> going crazy. And my dad's like, You need to like you need to settle down. He took it away from me. He's like, You need to calm down. <laughs> so I would probably say that one. Um, as of right now, uh, right now I'm currently in the Ring of Honor television uh, title division. Right. So, and for me, that title is just 
it holds like just like so much weight because everybody who holds that title they get boosted like that title you know normally it's like you know the guys make the title but i feel like that title really elevates a lot of people especially in ring of honor so as of right now i would say the ring of honor television title oh and i you know it's funny because the television title i think is the most beautiful title in ring of honor today so Mm -hmm. i uh i'm 100 percent go for that for sure uh it's one of the replicas I want to buy eventually for sure. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great looking championship. That's for oh, sure. absolutely. Um, and then the brain buster is actually your finisher. Was that always the goal you wanted to be as your finisher or did you always have something else in mind? Um, I never really knew. Uh, yeah, I have to credit CB for uh, giving me that because we were just messing around one time in training and it's like, yeah, I really don't know what my finisher, I want my finisher to be. And he was just like thinking about it for a little bit. And he goes, well, um, I like brain busters. Why don't you just do that? <laughs> I was just like, all right. <laughs> so, you hit it really well, man. You have like a little sick twist to it at the end. So it's pretty cool. I love it. Yeah, I try to I try to make it different because, you know, a lot of people in wrestling do it. But all right. um, I want to make sure that, you know, when people see me do it, they're like, OK, that's. That's the brain buster, you know. Oh, for sure. And I think, I think at this, the way you're going right now, I think it's going to be one of the most talked about ones for sure in years to come. Um, you know, like I said, I mean, you came back a couple months ago and you've been steam, steamrolling and killing it. Yeah, and uh, I've, I've been trying. Oh, absolutely, man. And I mean, so question, one of the questions I actually wrote down, one of the top ones I have here, uh, the Shinobi Shadow Squad um how how it started um and then did it just end because of the pandemic or did you guys just decide hey we're gonna just do singles so it started um it started uh after uh cb and will they were like in a feud in ring of honor and uh, afterwards uh me cb and uh ryan formerly known as ryan nova who is now ryan mooney uh we kind of were just um floating around basically we didn't really have anything planned and i don't think we had a like creatively for ourselves or from you know the front office so we were kind of just like training one night and we're like oh well well roh needs more six mans and you know we got three people right here so like why don't we try to go for that so we just started putting our heads together seeing what we could come up with and you know we came up with the shinobi shadow squad together and uh, I really liked that team. I thought I thought we had a like a good chemistry. We never really hit our full stride, I guess. Right. And we kind of it was kind of like stop and go for a long time. But um, then after the pandemic started, uh, we really like didn't talk too much about it, just because like oh we don't even know when we're gonna get to wrestle again. So right on. You know, um, but. You know, once Ring of Honor started the ball again, you know, getting the ball rolling, we uh, kind of just decided it's kind of best if we just, you know, go our separate ways because this is a chance for our, like us to reinvent ourselves and to like do something completely new. And so we decided mutually that that was probably the best decision for the three of us. Do you guys think you guys will ever do a, a reunion type thing? Well, uh, so far in wrestling, I've learned that to never say never. <laughs> so I think that's like the biggest thing in wrestling. Like you never know what's going to happen. Right. So I would definitely be open to it. Um, I mean, I love those two guys. They're, they're awesome. 
But uh, as of right now, I think um, I think it's time for me to, you know, really establish myself as a singles guy. Oh, for sure. I mean, show the world who Eli Isom is without anybody on his side, you know, so yeah. I get it, man, for sure. Um, being away for almost a year due to the, due to the pandemic, um, what did you do during that time? So, um, I actually just stayed in Indiana. That's where I'm from. Okay. So, um, uh, we had a show in Vegas. It was uh, the anniversary show and I was supposed to wrestle Bully Ray and right. that got, and that got, uh, you know, kiboshed. So then after the Vegas show, I just flew straight to Indiana and I was there for a year, even though I, I live in Pennsylvania. So I had just, my roommate was in Pennsylvania just by himself, <laughs> but yeah, I just like, I'm just going to stay in Indiana, you know, in case something happens, I can be near my family. Right. But, uh, yeah, I was here, um, just like worked out in my garage because, you know, all the gyms were closed and stuff like that. And right. I was just like, every night I was like, man, I hope I get to wrestle soon. <laughs> like, I hope that, you know, I hope that wasn't the last time I wrestled when I was in Vegas. So it was kind of like really i was really anxious like a lot of the time during the oh, pandemic sure. like the start of it i was just like oh man i don't know when i'm gonna get to wrestle i don't know when i'm gonna get to see like all my friends again but uh i'm like super happy that you know ring of honor took care of us during that time and uh, like they're still taking care of us now like making sure we're safe for each show oh so, absolutely. yeah definitely you, definitely happen things are getting like to normal kind of you guys have to do tests each time you guys come in or get yes. checked yes we test before we get there and then we test when we get there and then we usually test before we leave. So, okay. uh, and, and then we have to quarantine in our hotel rooms and it's pretty strict, but I think it's necessary, especially for right now. I mean, how, how rough has it been to wrestle with no crowds? I mean, it's, it's probably got to be a lot different. Oh, it's super different. Yeah. It's like, it's super different. At first it was um, very jarring especially when I first came back. So that first match I had with uh, Ray Oris, I was like, oh my goodness. Like I haven't wrestled in like a year and now there's like nobody here. <laughs> like there's no fans. So it was like super, um, super strange. But now I'm kind of used to it. Now it's kind of like, um, it's like really intimate. That's how I describe right. it. It's because it's like, you know, it's just like two guys or, you know, tag match or whatever. And, you know, you're just like going at it. I don't know. It kind of, I kind of like it now just because I'm used to it now. But uh, yeah, definitely at first it was uh, a little jarring. I mean, for sure, you guys must be excited that fans are about to start coming back. So, I mean, that's going to be a big plus for you guys too. So, yeah, no, absolutely. The, um, uh, the uh, July 11th, best in the world. That's going to be, uh, whew, that's going to be something. I'm going to have to be a fun show, man. It's going to be a fun show. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Um, so returning with a whole new look, um, you just mentioned Ray Horace getting your first match with him, um, coming back and everything, um, which I, I actually just rewatched a couple days ago. Um, you kind of seem shocked by that win after you got it, like you know, the expression <laughs> you had, you're like, did I actually just do this? Um, you know, what, what did that feel like getting a huge win over somebody like Ray Horace? It meant like, man, it just meant so much. Just because, like I said before, I was out for so long and I didn't know when I was going to get back into an ROH ring. And, uh, like, while I was gone, Ray Oris was just, you know, he was beating Dunk Castle at Final <laughs> Battle. So, uh, right. so yeah, the fact that I could, you know, get that victory over him, it was um, – it meant a lot to me. It, it really did. And I'm just, like, so glad to be back with Ring Water. 
Oh, you've been, dude, you've been killing it since you've been back. And uh, like I said, just on a huge roll with a huge win against LSG as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had that match against Dax Draper, um, but it did get to time limit draw, um, which we all seen that you guys both wanted extra five minutes because you guys mm-hmm. both had that whole, we could do this, we could finish this match and Dalton Castle comes out. Um, and then now you guys have round two coming up on Monday, right? Yes. So how does, how does that feel round two? Where, where do you go round, from there? Round two is uh, I've been waiting for round two because um, like Dak, he's so like just so into himself and just like completely the opposite of who I am. So uh, during that first match, I was really trying to, you know, prove a point. Um, and, you know, I was, I thought I was going to get five more minutes to prove that point. And then, you know, Dalton Castle thought he could come and <laughs> do what he did. Uh, I've been trying to get in contact with Dalton, but he keeps saying he's busy. I don't know what that's all about. But uh, regardless of that, yeah, I'm super excited for round two because I think Dak, even though he's kind of like an arrogant, uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, I, I did earn some respect for him in that first match. I, I wasn't expecting him to, you know, show as much like heart and resolve that he did. So yeah, oh, definitely for sure. excited for round two. Well, I, I remember I tweeted out to you guys after the, before the first one. And I was like, this match is going to be awesome. And it was, I thought it was great. And I can't wait to see what round two brings. Um, you know, I, I hope you get to advance the final of the fittest um, or survival of the fittest, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it should, should be a great match. Great round two, um, for both of you guys, you guys are both up and coming stars. So, um, can't wait to see what happens there. Um, in your, your opinion, I mean, you obviously have had to heard from a lot of people, um, that you're, you're one of the fastest rising stars in ring of honor. How does that feel to you? It's kind of surreal, especially because it's ring of honor. Like, you know, like so many greats come from ring of honor and to say that, like people say like I'm like the future or like stuff like that. It's totally, it's totally surreal. Cause when I first started, I wasn't really thinking about any of it. I was just, you know, thinking about being like, um, just like a respectful wrestler, you know, like people, when they think of Eli Isom, I wanted to think like, Oh, you know, he's good. You know, he can do whatever you ask of him. But for people to say like, you know, I'm just like this fast rising star and, you know, I have such a bright future. It's, it's just a dream come true. You know, I couldn't ask for more. Oh, there's, I mean, there's only definitely a handful of people that people say that about and to see your name in that category, you know, with, with guys like Tony Deppin and stuff like that. It's really cool to see, um, right. you know, and I hope, hope when PWG comes back, we get to see you over there as well. I mean, that'd be oh, pretty man, that'd cool be awesome. to see, <laughs> um, you know, battle of Los Angeles, Eli Isom, you know, that'd be cool, man. That'd be cool. Yeah. I agree. Um, no, absolutely. <laughs> now you've already had big name matchups. You've already been in the ring with bigger, bigger names. Uh, guys like Bully Ray, guys like Christopher Daniels, guys like Shane Taylor. Um, you actually got a pinfall over a guy like Christopher Daniels, which mm-hmm. was insane because you're an up and comer and Christopher Daniels has been one of the best in the world ever since day one. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how did, how did that feel to you? You had to, you had to have seen really shocked with that one for sure. Oh, I was, I was so nervous for that. That was like, <laughs> that's probably like the most nervous I've been because at the time I was, I was less than like 20 matches in 
And, you know, it was in the Hammerstein ballroom and they just throw me in the deep end, you know, it's sink or swim. And uh, after, uh, after I got that victory over Christopher Daniels to this day, it's just like, I, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. Cause he's one of like the ROH goats. All right. And he's one of like the wrestling goats, I would say, like in terms of like independent wrestling or, you know, cause he's a, you know, TNA impact legend, ROH legend. So everybody knows who Christopher Daniels is if you watch wrestling. Oh yeah. So, I mean, he was one uh, of the first, first uh, factions in ring of honor Yeah, uh, with the, you know, prodigy, you know, which was cool. Um, you know, Christopher Daniels, like you said, one of the top, wherever he goes, um, you know, I, I hate seeing that. It seems like his career is finally winding down in mm -hmm. AEW, um, which there's still a lot of matches. I wish I could have seen from him. Um, you know, there's another guy that is a free agent right now in Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. Um, mm -hmm. Would you like to see him back in Ring of Honor? Would you like to see, you know, get a chance to wrestle against Daniel Bryan? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, unselfishly, you know, before I was like, oh, yeah, give me, let me wrestle with Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I would absolutely love to see him versus Gresham. Jonathan Gresham. Oh, yeah. Just that that's just like a match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would be absolutely insane if that got to happen. So yes, Gresham's been if he got to come back, that'd be awesome. Gresham's been killing it, man. I, I, I love Jonathan Gresham. I think he's great. Um, I hope we get to see an Eli Isom versus Jonathan Gresham match coming up. That'd be pretty cool. One-on-one -on -one match right there for sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. Now you got a, you guys got a couple uh, locker room leaders over there. like Jay lethal mm -hmm. and, Jay Briscoe, Mark Briscoe, stuff like that. How is it? How is it to work with Lethal and the Briscoes and stuff like that? Oh, those guys are great. Super like easygoing, down to earth guys. Um, they always like offer advice, or if you can, you can approach them and not feel like nervous. Like, oh hey, uh, can I? No, it's like not. You can just go up to them and like ask them anything you want to ask them, and they'll you know give them they'll give you the advice that you need. So it's really cool to see to see that because those guys are like, you know, just when I was growing up, like, you know, for like Jay Lethal and the Briscoes, there's like over my head, like I couldn't imagine just being friendly with these guys, just like on right. a basis. So the fact that I am and the fact that I can just be so comfortable around them is it's awesome. Oh, uh, it's cool. I mean, there's there, you know, Jay Lethal, I remember watching him when he first started Ring of Honor TNA, like dude has been wrestling for almost two decades. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it must be a really cool honor to be in the same locker room as somebody as the caliber as a Jay Lethal. Um, now if you could choose three wrestlers around the world right now to wrestle against today, who would those three be and why? So, um, the first would probably be Jay Lethal just because, uh, growing up, like, when I was like, I would watch TNA whenever, uh, you know, my dad would be like, oh, you're, you can't watch wrestling tonight. So, I, you know, I would sneak to my room and then I would turn on like Spike TV and I'd watch TNA. And, you know, Jay Lethal would always be one of my favorites. So he's definitely like the first guy I want to wrestle. Um, in terms of like out of Ring of Honor, uh, I would love to wrestle um, Naito from New Japan. Right, I think, right. you know, I just think he's cool. like he's just so cool. You know, and he would come over to the States and wrestle for Ring of Honor. And, like, I would just watch him. And he's just, like, so just, like, just, like, cool. Like, just, right. like, everything he, everything he does is just, like, so smooth. and Chill. 
Yes. yes. So, uh, yeah, I would, I would definitely love to wrestle him. And, um, uh, I know, uh, Slex, he's part of ROH, but he's from Australia. You know, right. He's, he's kind of stuck in Australia right now. Uh, it's unfortunate, but, um, yeah, I would definitely love to go there and I would love to wrestle, uh, Slex like for uh, MCW, uh, in Australia. I think that would be really cool. Oh, absolutely. I think that'd be awesome too. Um, one name that brings to mind that I would love to see, you know, you get in the ring with is a guy that actually just came back to pro wrestling and David mm-hmm. Richards. Uh, oh, yes. How would, how would you feel about something like that? I mean, what are your views on somebody like David Richards? I mean, that would be wild. Like I would, I'd never thought like I would get the chance to wrestle some of these guys. So, and David, he would be one of them, but uh, yeah, he, man, he's an ROH legend. I think that, um, I think he's a great wrestler. I think that, you know, he, you know, he took time off, you know, for, you know, his reasons and stuff like that. But now that he's back, I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. And I, uh, I can't wait to see what the future holds for somebody like him too. Um, he's a guy that I actually just had a conversation with that hopefully I can get on my show soon. So, um, you know, that'd be a fun conversation. Um, now women of honor, their tournaments coming up, uh, for the women's championship. Who do you see as like the standout? Who would you choose to be the first woman to represent that tournament winner? Hmm. That's a good question because uh, so far there's been a lot of great women that have been showcased uh, with our uh, ROH Women's Division Wednesday. So, but uh, just previously, it was like a couple weeks ago, I was like super impressed with Willow. Okay. I thought she, I thought she was like awesome. I really did. So I would be. I, I think it would be really cool if she like represented ring of honor and, and won the whole thing. Cause I would, I think that would be pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. I, there's a lot of breakout stars in there. You know, you got Roxy, you got, you know, uh, Trisha Dora, who's been yes. a bigger name now killing it on the Indies. And I think, uh, looking at that and looking at the lineup and stuff, I think, uh, watching her win it, I think would mean a lot, um, uh, especially oh, yeah. with where she's going as far as her star star power goes. Um, now with 2021 halfway through, um, what are what are the rest of your goals for the rest of this half of the year? So uh, first things first, I gotta gotta win Survival of the Fittest, gotta wrestle, you know, Rouge, gotta win that world title. Those are like my immediate goals, um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not still focused on the uh, world television title. But it's just you know when you get a chance to wrestle for the Ring of Honor World Championship, you gotta you know, focus, you got to zone in on that because that's probably, that's one of the most prestigious titles in wrestling, in my opinion. All right. So, um, uh, yeah, those two are my, my immediate goals. Um, I do also want to wrestle more outside of ring of honor, uh, like on more independent shows, especially in the Midwest, since that's where I'm from. And I haven't like, unfortunately I haven't just gotten the chance to wrestle for uh, a lot of Midwest promotions, but yeah, I say those three things are, my uh, three goals for the rest of the year. Well, I'd love to see you at a warrior wrestling event or a black label pro in crown point. I think that'd be uh crown point, Indiana. I think that'd be really cool to watch. Uh, yes. Especially I, Cause I, I live love- close by it. So. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, where are you, where are you from? Uh, Sherville, Indiana. Oh, so. sweet. Yeah. yeah. My hometown. I'm from Rensselaer, Indiana. So okay. not too far. No, not at all, man. And yeah, no, it's uh it's cool. It's cool. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm by a lot of local wrestling events and stuff like that too. And 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's really fun. I actually tried out for a place called Fire Pro Wrestling in Gary, Indiana, um, six years ago. And it was okay. it was in a church. Like they set up the ring in this church. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, first day of training, they're like, I need you to walk from the corner to the middle of the ring and just fall back and take a bump. And before my hands hit the ring, my head smacked it really hard. Oh, and uh, I ended up with a really bad concussion. The doctor's like, yeah, I wouldn't do that anymore. And, uh, it's a sad story, but, you know, that's why now I got this podcast going. and uh, I get to meet people like you, which is a, a dream come true for somebody like me being a big fan mm-hmm. um, for sure. So, um, Eli, do you want to tell everybody where they could find you at on social medias? Yeah, so uh... – Instagram, Twitter, you know, you can find me at at Eli Isom, but the Isom is spelled E-Y-E-S-U-M. It's because, you know, some people have uh, problems pronouncing my last name. So I just <laughs> thought it would make it easier, you know, for the, you know, pronunciation. So How else do yeah. they pronounce it? Oh, uh, I've been called Isom, uh, Ism. Uh, <laughs> one in, one uh, independent show, I actually got called Islam. Oh, wow. They, uh, yeah, they're like, you know, making his way to the ring, uh, Eli, Islam. And I was like, how does how does it get messed up that bad? I don't There's know. There's no L. <laughs> there is no L. So <laughs> I I don't know how that happened. That's but, awesome, yeah. man. Well, I, at least I know your name. Fans are going to start to know who Eli Isom is. Um, and I can't wait to see what the future holds for you, man. I think, I think you have a bright future for sure. And, you know, world title, television title, you're going to win them both, man. You know, I'm I really looking that. forward to it. But uh, thank you, Eli, for coming on the show. I really appreciate you being my first guest back. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. Um, any parting words for the fans out there? Uh, yeah, just uh, make sure you support Ring of Honor. Um, if you're in the Baltimore area, uh, July 11th, make sure you buy a ticket. Come watch us for uh, our first pay-per-view, live pay-per-view in over a year at Best in the World. So, yeah, uh, keep supporting Ring of Honor. Uh, keep supporting Eli Isom and keep supporting Matt. Thank you, Eli. I appreciate it, man. This has been a pro wrestling podcast with Matt and friends. My host, Eli Isom, or my guest, Eli Isom. Um, you know, <laughs> my thank podcast you, Eli. Now. I appreciate it, man. Uh, you guys, hope you guys enjoyed the show.